3: 306 1990.
0: Subject change and without notice, licensed by the California DOC and BRE MLS 217037 and 145502, and Cal
3: BRE 01869452 and 1866775. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Radio Show, only on financial news and talk. Now live in studio, your host, local and national real estate expert, and consumer advocate, Ron
4: Siegel. And hello again. Welcome to Ron Siegel Radio. This is the show with no real boundaries. As we discuss current events, financial markets, politics, sports, even poking fun at the rest of the media, this is the show that connects the dots of confusion delivered by conflicting media reports. We connect the dots so you know the actions you can take, how your family or business can benefit from current events. Most of all, thank you for joining me. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day. We're a very focused show. We only chat about items that affect the roof over your head, your bank account, and anything I feel would benefit you. But before we get into our intriguing content today, please join me in welcoming our featured guest, And repeat offender Melinda Johnson is in the house. Welcome.
2: Thank you, Ron. Thanks for having me.
4: A little bit of trivia here. Actually, Melinda was the very, very first guest I ever had when I started doing radio. I think it's 10 years ago, something along those lines, uh, 11 years. It's been been a while, but very first guest ever on the radio broadcast, and she's still willing to come back. So I guess that uh, might say something for one of us. I'm not sure which one, but in any event... Let me remind you, if you have any home or finance-related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you. And you can reach out to me directly, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or Just remember, that's the number you call anytime for assistance. When you call that number, it comes directly to me. First, there are no operators standing by. I am it.
3: Quiet numbskulls, I'm broadcasting.
4: While I do have a great team when it comes to developing a financing plan, or plan to save you money. I personally work with you. Even if you don't have any needs today, save this number on your phone for future reference, 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990. And yes, of course, we celebrate every day on Ron Siegel Radio April 22nd, not only is it my mother-in-law's birthday, so we will be celebrating that one a little later in the day. The big 8-0. There's going to be some of them. I don't think we're going to celebrate too much today. National Bookmobile Day. I doubt the bookmobiles will be out in force or out at all. National Administrative Professionals Day. Okay, being that we're sheltering in place, not home too, not, not in too many offices, that's probably not going to be... A big one for today, National Girl Scout Leaders Day. I don't think that's going to be a big celebration, so I think we'll just stick with National Jelly Bean Day because I can go for the jelly beans almost anytime. Actually, I do go for the jelly beans frequently, so that is just a different portion or a different concept right there. We'll celebrate that one, though. Let's look at the markets. Yesterday we were herding in the markets well, today we're looking at the Dow Jones Industrial Average up 457 points. That's a nice move right there. We like that. S&P 500 up 57 points. NASDAQ up almost 195 points. Why is that happening? Oil up $2.91 a barrel. We're all all the way up to a whopping $14.50 a barrel, which means producers are probably still on the verge of bankruptcy because they cannot make money at that price, but they continue to go out there. I, I just heard that right now, one of the storage places for oil is actually there. There's no place to put it, so they're leaving it in the tankers. costs them $100,000 a day to leave oil in tankers, but that's what they're doing anyway. Gasoline, though, right now. National average, if you needed any, I don't know why you'd need any because we're not going anywhere. A dollar eighty is the national average on a gallon of gasoline. But if we look around the I think there's I think I heard that there's like 12 states that have gasoline prices. Not not, not uh the whole state, not on average, but under a dollar a gallon. There's 12 states that have gas under a dollar a gallon. Now in Calizuela. We basically pay more than a dollar a gallon in taxes, but that's a different issue. Wisconsin is the leader, though, on an average, $1.20.8. In Calazuela, we're at two seventy nine point one. dollars Not exactly good news, but that is what it is here in Calizuela. We have some very fascinating rules. We're going to talk about that today. Ten-year treasury up almost six basis points, 60, 0. 0. 0.628. Now, is the yield on a 10-year treasury, why do you think the government's able to borrow so much money right now? Because there's no interest on it. Actually, maybe we should just put our money over in Germany, because they have a negative interest rate, negative 0.407, Germany. Italy has a 2% on their 10-year, Spain 1.13, UK 0.332, and Japan also in the negative numbers. Uh, negative 0.007. So that's you know so low, it doesn't really matter right there. It's the negative numbers. Taking a look at what else is going on in the market right now. Thank goodness for some sanity because living in Calazuela, we can always use a little bit of sanity. It doesn't come from our government, but maybe we can get some help from the Attorney General. Attorney General Barr says the DOJ may back citizens who sue states... Over onerous coronavirus restrictions. Boy, isn't that a nice idea right there? If you can get the attorney general to help out on that one, because, you know, I, I've gotten in a lot of, well, not only family squabbles, but mega squabbles, because I've been sharing with people that the government is just getting too overboard. They're taking away our rights. They have no right to take away these rights. Well, did you see what came out of. The number six university in America? Do you know what the number six university in America is, according to Newsweek? Did you see what came out from the number four medical research school in America? Yeah, that would be Stanford University. And this morning we get news that there was a there was there were three different cases of coronavirus deaths before the first one that was announced out of Washington. They were all in northern california does that surprise anybody surprise
3: surprise
4: surprise but here's what's coming out of the research from stanford university they are finding through their sample study that there could be as many as 55 times the amount of people infected with the coronavirus or have been infected with the coronavirus than what is being reported now what now, you got to remember with this with this particular study, there is a five-point margin of error. Not a huge margin of error, but a five-point margin of error. So we want to make sure we disclose that part as well. But when you talk about 55 times the amount of people being infected over what is being reported as infected, but we have very accurate reporting of the deaths. Why do we have active, ac- ac- accurate reporting of deaths but not the cases? Well, just throw this out there. The hospitals make a lot of money when they report a coronavirus-related death now that we have the CARES Act. And when I talk about a lot of money, it can be as much, from what I've been told, as much as $400,000 per case. So let's think about this. If we have 55 times the amount of people infected, and we have a static number of the deaths, does that not tell you that the percentage of people who die from the virus is roughly 55 times less than the percentages we've been told? So we're looking at a death, and, and now we know that it's been here since at least February. Some people are saying it could have been here late last year as well with some of the people that were tested and are already proven to have been uh, are no longer infected, but they have had it. So think about that when we're talking about the numbers that are getting as minimal as they are. and And don't go calling me. Don't go texting me. Don't put in the chat window that, that, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not sympathetic with deaths. Yes, I am sympathetic with death. I have a friend who just died, or his father died from the coronavirus, so I understand that. I've got another friend whose father will probably die from the quarantine. He's very, very ill. So, you know, I get it. But here's the issue, is we're being told how many people are affected. We're, our whole lifestyle Tomorrow, we're going to probably get another 5 million people are going to have filed for first-time unemployment claims. We're already at 22 million filings in the last three weeks. How many people are losing their livelihoods? How many people are losing their, their sanity, right? I mean, I can tell you firsthand, my wife's lost her sanity. She's not listening, so I'm, I can say that right now. But here's the issue. People are going through this. We did see this before. Now, what about the other reports that are coming out? Do you know in 2009, when we had the last one of the, it was an epidemic, it didn't hit the U.S. as much, but do you know what one of the biggest contributors, one of the places where people got infected most frequently in the last epidemic? At home. Now, if they're infected at home, that was 80% 80 of the people infected at home. If that's the case, can somebody please help me understand why the government now is telling us the best place for you to be is at home, right? There's the the research in the last time basically said go out, fresh air, exercise. Those are the things that are going to be helpful. I'm just throwing that out there for you so you can make your own decisions. But those are some of the stats that have come out. Those are some of the pieces of information that we've learned in the past. Where do I come up with the numbers that I've shared with you about death rates. Every 1% increase in unemployment accounts for 10,000 additional suicides. 10,000 additional suicides. These are studies that go back to the Spanish flu back in 1918, 1917. This is all information that's readily available, yet for some reason, our government doesn't want to repeat these things. Actually, some media will. I have a private news service that I use is where I get a lot of my information. Because if you watch the Clown News Network or you watch MSNB Heehaw, you're not going to get any of this information. If you watch any newscast, almost any of these stations, I watch a lot of them. I watch Channel 2 here locally. I watch Channel 5 here locally. I have trouble stomaching. If I've got enough Pepto-Bismol, I'll watch CNN for about three or four minutes. But it does take a lot to do that one, maybe a couple or three martinis ahead of time. But that's the only way you can get through some of these stations. I mean, it's, it's even when their own, when their own uh, uh, presenters start telling you that, hey, they can't, or their, their own uh, anchors start telling you that they can't take it, you know it's really a pretty bad news network. Just throwing that out there. Then we start looking at what's going on here in Caliswela. Did you see the latest from Governor Gruesome? Basically, he went and said that if cities and counties start opening up too soon, he'll have to take action. Attorney General Barr, did you hear that? Right. What does this all mean? Why aren't we? Is there some reason that you can't go to the beach? Is there some reason you can't go to the park? Saw an empty park with a father and, and child playing catch. And they've got a problem with that. Can somebody help me with these things? Unbelievable. But we're going to talk today a little bit about a simple question that I have. And I understand that there's a lot of people hurting right now in Calizuela. We've got a lot of unemployed people. The government, the the, the governor is strictly political, a political hack. We know that as soon as he took on slimy Tom Steyer to be his... Chief of Staff for reopening. Even the Democrats didn't want to vote for him when he was running for president. All these issues. We know these things are are all strictly partisan. So what is it that we have to do? We have to take matters into our own hands. And now we see that the state legislature has a war on California renters. We're going to talk about that today. Also, Keys to Selling Your House Virtually. What is forbearance payment relief during the coronavirus? We're going to talk about all of that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our offer number, 800 306 1990, 800 306 1990, or Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash Radio on Twitter at Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, shame on you. But the replay is available, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few.
5: The Fair Credit Report Act of 1971 requires banks and credit bureaus to report only accurate information, and nearly 100% of all credit reports are inaccurate. If you're sick and tired of being broke and tired of being robbed by the banks, you owe it to yourself and to your family to call Rondi. Rondi is a FICO certified credit professional and has helped thousands of people just like you get out of debt and establish great credit. Rondi's number is 855-608-1990. Again, that's That's 855-608-1990 or visit creditsanitizer.com Again, that website is creditsanitizer.com
3: Are you a veteran, own a home, and need money? The Seagull Lending Team is here to help veterans refinance and get the money they need. The VA 100 lets you borrow up to 100% of your home's value, refinance your mortgages, consolidate credit cards, and lower your payments by an average of $700 a month. And the Seagull Lending Team knows that character means more than a credit score. Call 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Rate subject to change without notice. Licensed by the California Department of Corporations. NMLS 21037 and DRE number 01869452.
0: Are you a veteran police officer, firefighter, doctor, nurse, or teacher? If so, you qualify as one of Ron Siegel's VIP heroes. And we have rewards up to $5,000 or $10,000 when you buy, sell, or refinance a home with one of the Ron Siegel Radio Partners. As one of the heroes, real estate agents will rebate part of their commission. Lending partners will give a credit at closing. The title company has special published rates and many other service providers have incentives too. All you need to do is call Ron Siegel Radio at 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990 or visit VIPHeroProgram.com. Just think about what you will do with all the rebates and incentives from the partners of ron siegel radio just call us at 800-306-1990 so we can show you our appreciation for your service
3: you're listening to ron siegel's home and finance show with local and national expert ron siegel now here's
4: ron welcome back to ron siegel radio within every market there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities you just need some trusted guidance that is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Segal Radio or any time at 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. We do have some breaking news right now. I don't know if you have seen it. Well, that's a little bit. I hadn't heard that one yet, but it is a news coming out right now. MSNBC is reporting that they are in talks with Ozzy Osbourne, and he's going to be interpreting for Joe Biden at the upcoming presidential debates. i just throw that out there. Yeah. The Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our friends at Gold Star Mortgage. When you're ready for that next mortgage, Gold Star has the programs and the products. You just need to make the call. Give me a call at 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. What is happening in the markets today as of this moment? Dow Jones Industrial Average now up 447 points. NASDAQ up 193 points. S&P 500 up half points. 10-year Treasury, the yield is up on that one, 6 basis points. As we've been saying right along, the markets are not operating in a normal manner because the mortgage-backed bonds, the, the universal mortgage-backed securities, that one's up nine basis points, which, which mathematically says interest rates are down. We've been telling you right along that interest rates are not working in a normalized manner right now. They're going to get back to it. A lot of it has to do with the fact that Mark Calabria and the FHFA have really been dragging their feet and not understanding. I don't know. I guess maybe they just don't understand how the markets work. And the servicers work because yesterday they gave a little bit of a lifeline to on the Freddie and Fannie loans. Even though it was not everything that we're hoping for, it's going to help a little bit. It's going to limit the time servicers need to advance principal and interest payments to four months. Could you imagine having being the company responsible to make payments for thousands, tens of thousands, maybe millions of loans for four months, also taxes and insurance? and not knowing if and when you're going to get that money coming back. Well, they did at least limit it to four months, so now there is some level of, of security as to how long that'll be. Additionally, loans and forbearance on purchase of owner-occupied homes they appear now to be sellable, which is significant. Rate and term refinance loans may also fall under this, but cash out may not. Still waiting to hear more clarity on the issue. We hope that the Fed now steps up to create a facility to provide additional help. What does all that mean? Let me let me translate that into English for you. It's basically saying that at one point there was a concern that, and, and we saw some ads coming out from some very unscrupulous real estate agents advertising buy a house now, no payments for 12 months. Could you imagine that? Basically what they were promoting was the idea of buying a house, getting a loan and immediately calling the servicer and saying, I'm having a hardship. I need forbearance, getting a six months forbearance, which is automatic under the, or basically automatic under the CARES Act. And then another six months, which ha- can be done for cause, not the way to be doing business. And that's what a lot, that's what they call the first payment forbearance. And it was a problem. It was some reason why a lot of the markets, the investors just said, Hey, We're not going to even get involved in in loans this way. Stocks trying to rebound today after two previous down sessions, mostly due to the precipitous drop in oil and weak earnings. We all knew that the earnings would be weak. The PPP payment protection plan, Senate passed their side of the bill. We've got to wait for the House of Representatives to go back to work. They have this thing where they can leave for, I don't know, forever. As long as there's no emergency going on in the country, I guess... A pandemic does not qualify for Nancy Pelosi as any kind of an emergency, but at least we now see that there is some money coming back. Refinance is down 1% according to the Mortgage Bankers Association. Now up 225% year over year. Refinance is still made up a majority of the applications. Uh, We've got some FHFA numbers, but they're from February. They showed exactly how good the market was into February we had a great economy going but guess what it did uh you know no one could control this pandemic but that is the mortgage minute again brought to you by our friends at gold star mortgage let's talk real estate our friend and colleague melinda johnson is in the house hello welcome make sure i can hear you there are you there
2: yep i'm here can you hear me
4: i hear you perfect Great, great so i put in our our notes for today that the state of California has a war on renters. And my belief is, is when they keep trying to go with rent control, it's going to make it less and less uh, enticing for investors to buy rental properties. So the prices are going to go up on rental properties. Am I right? Or what's going on here?
2: You're absolutely right. That's only one element, though, that's driving up rental prices. But you're spot on.
4: So what are, what's what are, what else are you seeing out in the market? What's what's driving them up?
2: Well, the other thing that's driving them up is like if we take a look at Oregon, because Oregon's a model that's ahead of the state of California. They were one of the first ones to enact the statewide rent control, and in a lot of ways, the California legislature modeled them after Oregon. Interesting to note, though, that Gruesome is in a pact with them as well for reopening. They've got a nice relationship here, um, and it 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 isn't a coincidence that we followed Oregon. So what happened in Oregon is when they said, okay, you know, here's the max that you can raise it. And, you know, if you would go, you go above this 9.8%, you fall into a different category. So what happened is landlords started, you know, where they may have had like say a 3% average rent increase in the state. They started going to that 9.8% or whatever that maximum was in Oregon because they needed to save up the money because they have to pay the tenant potentially when they're moving out. So the landlord knows that they have more risk, more exposure, they've got to have a little bit more of a return for that risk. So what actually happened is their statewide rent control increased rents for tenants. So it's not just decreasing the number of landlords who are out there, but it's actually causing the landlords who are willing to stay in the market to demand a higher rate due to the higher cost and higher risk.
4: It's fascinating how politicians never understand that business people want to get paid or, or not want to, they're going to get paid for risk. Right. right. If you're going to if you're going to a riskier loan is going to have a higher interest rate, a higher or lower FICO score, going to have a higher interest rate. When we're worried about government intervention, we're going to take action preemptively just because we don't want to have to worry about what's going on. And and for some reason, politicians think that they can control this. Now, you had mentioned to me also when we were chatting a little bit about another attack. Now, if this is going to filter down, I think this uh ab828 is that enacted yet
2: uh it it's not enacted yet it still has to go to the other house so um it has to go to the senate that assembly bill 828 was enacted or introduced i should say i'm not enacted yet by assemblyman ting now we just talked about rent control right rent right. control was introduced by assemblyman chu assemblyman chu i believe is uh, covers the eastern half of san francisco Well, coincidentally, this new provision of rent restrictions has been introduced by his geographic counterpart, who covers the western part of San Francisco, Assemblyman team.
4: And oh, by the way, our governor was the mayor of San Francisco. Isn't that all a coincidence?
2: It, It really is. And coincidentally, they all are huge advocates of rent control and government intervention. And and it really isn't just limited to rent control. What this little trio has been interested in and also modeling is what goes on in Australia. Within Australia, tenants are really treated as a protected class. So, you know, in California we have a ton of them, you know, race, gender, family status, um, income source now with section eight in housing, uh, you name it. The next one is really tenants and it's very similar to what has happened in Australia.
4: But we did notice uh, a one big change that came about from the stimulus plan where we used to have 10 or 12 different genders in the CARES Act. They're only giving stimulus checks to men and women. Oh, wow. Those extra genders. Well, we're going to talk more with Melinda Johnson about AB 828. What is it? What is it going to do? Who's it going to affect? We're going to talk more about that when we come back. We're going to also talk about keys to selling your house virtually. And what is a forbearance? All that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our off-air number, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or ronsegalradio.com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash Radio on Twitter at ronsegal. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, shame on you. But The replay is available, Ron Siegel one on YouTube. Ron Siegel the numeral one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few.
3: You're missing out on by waiting. That's buying power. All you need to do to get started is reach out to the Siegel Lending Team at 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Or visit lendingteam.com That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Payment example excludes taxes and insurance. Call us for full details, 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Or SiegelLendingTeam.com. Equal housing lender. Licensed under NMLS number 217037.
0: Are you purchasing or own a luxury home? If you're like so many others, your home is your largest asset and the mortgage is your largest debt. The Seagull Lending Team has some amazing financing opportunities right now. Jumbo loans up to $2 million, 30-year rates below 4%, 15-year rates near 3.5%, and, and if you can believe it, seven year interest only hybrids in low threes. The Sega Lending Team has all the options for your jumbo or second home loan requirements. Take advantage of them while you can. To learn more about all the other financing products available from the Siegel Segal Lending Team, call 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit seagullendingteam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L lendingteam.com. Again, call 1-800-306-1990. Rates subject to change without notice. Licensed by NMLS ID 217037 and 145502. Eagle Housing Lender.
5: Homeowners that are 62 and older are about to find out a great way to live a better retirement. It's called a reverse mortgage, and SLT can help you learn more. Call the Seagull Lending Team at 800 306 1990 right now to receive your free booklet with no obligation. It answers questions like how a reverse mortgage works, how much you qualify for, the ways to receive your money, and more. When you call the experts at Seagull Lending Team today, you'll learn the benefits of a government insured reverse mortgage, how it will eliminate your monthly mortgage payments, and give you tax-free cash from the equity in your home. Here's the best part. You still own your home. Now is the best time to take control of your retirement. Call 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990 to get your free brochure. Call today or visit our website at SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com or simply call 800-306-1990.
3: You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's
4: Ron. Text SLT Home Digest to 79564. SLT Home Digest to 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. That SLT Home Digest is going to tell you precisely what the county recorder knows about your property, what the market thinks about your property. Free tool from Ron Siegel Radio. Keys to selling your house virtually. In a recent survey by Realtor.com, people thinking about selling their homes indicated they're generally willing to allow their agent and some potential buyers inside if done under the right conditions. They're less comfortable, however, hosting an open house. This is understandable given the health concerns associated with social contact these days. The question is, if you need to sell your house now, what virtual practices should you use to make sure you, your family, and potential buyers Stay safe in the process. In today's rapidly changing market, it's more important than ever to make sure you have a digital game plan and an effective online marketing strategy when selling your house. One of the ways your agent can help with this is to make sure your listing photos and virtual tours stand out from the crowd, truly giving buyers a detailed and thorough view of your home. So if you're ready to move forward, virtual practices may help you win big, when you're ready to sell, while abiding by state and local regulations is a top priority, a real estate agent can help make your sale happen. Agents know exactly what today's buyers need and how to put the necessary digital steps in place. For example, according to the same survey, when asked to select what technology would be most helpful when deciding on a new home, here's what today's home buyers said in order of preference virtual tour of the home, accurate and detailed listing information detailed neighborhood information, high-quality listing photos, and an agent-led video chat. After leveraging technology, if you have serious buyers who still want to see your house in person, keep in mind that according to the National Association of Realtors, there are ways to proceed, proceed safely. Here are a few of the guidelines. Understanding that the top priority should always be to obey state and local restrictions. Limit in-person activity. Require guests to wash their hands or use an alcohol-based sanitizer. Remove shoes or cover with booties. Covering with booties might be going out of style because some people have gotten hurt when they've slipped with the booties. Follow CDC guidance on social distancing and wearing face coverings. Getting comfortable with your agent, a trusted advisor, taking these steps under the new safety standards might be your best plan. This is especially important. If you're in a position where you need to sell your house sooner rather than later, bottom line, in a new era of life, things are shifting quickly and virtual strategies for sellers may be a great option. Opening your doors up to digital approaches may be game-changing when it comes to selling your house. If you have questions about this, give me a call at 800-306. I've done a couple of electronic items in my day, so we can help. And I can also put you in touch with some really, really great real estate agents who are understanding what these guidelines are. And really, some of them, Melinda included, have really been involved in doing these things, a lot of them, before this whole pandemic came about. Because we know that 92% of the people start their home search online. So, Melinda, is there anything new in there, anything that you're finding in this day and age that you would add or change to what's coming out from the report we just shared?
2: No, I, you know, the Zoom and uh, programs like that have been fantastic. We've gotten homes into escrow using those tools, you know, even having uh, unconventional seller guided Zoom tours that are at the direction of the potential buyer. And it's worked. We're actually set to uh, close one of our listings on Monday that was done that way.
4: Yeah, it's, it's a lot of it is, is now things that that leading agents, it, it fascinates me is that there are these guidelines that are coming out in many instances are things that top uh real estate professionals have been already doing it's just it wasn't really as 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 required right you've been doing virtual tours and high-end photos for 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 ages
2: yeah that's really most people's introduction and now even more so you know that we're all stuck at home to any particular property so professional photos you know and videos are just critical
4: gotta have it so want to get back to our conversation we started talking about this uh, assembly bill 828 and you and i may have an idea you know exactly what it is i have a a a minimal idea explain what this bill is and what they're trying what they they think they're trying to you know accomplish with it
2: Well, it's a really big bill. So I'll focus on the part that deals with um, tenants, uh, because there's also a whole foreclosure element to the first half of the bill. So the second half of the bill has to do with um, reducing rent. So the first thing is, um, just kind of going through American jurisprudence, there's always been the right to, you know, defend yourself in court. And it's, you know, it's a It's something that's been in the law really forever. But there's also been an obligation. So, for example, if I were to sue you, which, of course, I would never do. But if I were, you have certain rights. I have to give you notice. I have to prove service of process, things like that. And then you have to answer. You don't just get to take the lawsuit, sit it on the shelf, and never get back to me again. You have an obligation to answer. If you ignore your obligation, then a default judgment is entered against you. Well, under this new bill, that's not the case. So if I'm a landlord and you're my tenant and I file an unlawful detainer, you don't have to answer because if you don't answer, the court has to presume that you filed an answer and that you denied each and every allegation that I put forth, period. You have no obligation. It's all on the landlord.
4: That seems kind of crazy. I mean, it's, uh, so I'm not saying yay or nay. So the court's just going to say, okay. Landlord you're
5: wrong.
2: Yep, they're going to deny every allegation. And if the if the tenant wants to stipulate that they have had an increase in cost for necessities as a relate as it relates to or is caused by COVID, then the court can impose a 25% reduction in rent that's applicable for the next 12 months. You cannot get the tenant out. It doesn't matter if the tenant might be causing a nuisance or doing other things. It's just if they've had covid related losses or increase in costs, then they can get a 25 percent reduction in rent for a one year period. Now, there is an ability for a landlord to say that they have an economic hardship and if they only own one or two rentals. So, you know, a single or a duplex anywhere in the United States, not just limited to California, then it's presumed that that could be an economic hardship on the landlord and the 25% doesn't apply. But if you own three to nine properties, like you own a triplex, then the landlord has to prove that it causes such a material economic hardship that it shouldn't be imposed. And this does not include lost profits. It doesn't even include losing non-essential assets. So for example, if you had a boat, but you have to sell it because of this 25% reduction in rent on your triplex, that's fine that they're authorizing that. Now, if you own a little small apartment building, let's say you own 10 units or more then it's presumed. You don't even get a chance to defend yourself. First of all, tenant doesn't have to answer. Remember that. And then second of all, you don't even get to defend whether it has a material economic hardship on you or not. It's just presumed.
4: That's just fascinates me because you, a lot of people build their lifestyle for decades and their retirement plan is basically having real estate that's going to be income producing real estate and they may have a mortgage on it they may not have a mortgage on it but that's what they're going to use to pay their maybe their mortgage on their primary residence or their food bill their auto bill their boat bill whatever it is and now the government's coming in and saying well we're going to take your retirement plan away from you
2: yeah that's exactly my father-in-law situation you know he was an entrepreneur in san francisco by the way sold his business bought an apartment building in Oklahoma because who can afford an apartment building in California? And that is his retirement. So because there's more than nine units, he would be presumed, you know, to have the ability to withstand that. And not only that any back amounts that are due are repaid at an amount of 10% per month. So, you know, they, they get a 25% reduction, but they do have to pay 10% of what they owe you every month.
4: Just fascinating where they think that people are coming from to be able to afford all of this. I mean, it it seems like, you know, the, the whole process here is going to be geared to, you know, seeing how do you, how do you stop people from borrowing or, or wanting to even be a a landlord in the state? I mean, that's my point is, and I don't know if there's a, a methodology here. If I own a piece of property. I decide to sell that piece of property because I can't afford it anymore. Is there a method of, of getting the, the tenant out?
2: No, from- let's go over that. No, there, that's what's fascinating here. So most people have heard there's a moratorium on unlawful detainers. What most people don't understand is the rules in court of court in California are controlled by the Judicial Council. The Judicial Council has said there will be no unlawful detainers until 90 days after governor gruesome removes the state of emergency when's that going to be it's indefinite and we've already seen it
4: having control
2: yeah and we've already seen in one of our sales that happened last week the tenant went and saw an attorney the tenant who has a 10-year positive paying history went and saw an attorney figured out they can't be kicked out and they said we're staying indefinitely until we have to go and they're
4: not paying. Uh, I, I wouldn't say recommend this, but I know years ago I did have a friend of mine that uh, or an acquaintance of ours that did some eviction work. And his idea was we just throw a party at the property here on the, the landlord. And for some reason, they'd end up getting a lot of people that I don't I wouldn't recommend doing that. But I have heard of that in in uh, in past years. But we're well, thank you.
2: When you take away the judicial branch from people, they find other remedies.
4: I wonder why, if, that's the, if there's any reason why that's why gun sales are up so much right now. Not, again, not recommending any violence, but people, yeah. are, people want to protect themselves if they can't count on uh, a normal society to be, be protective. We're going to talk more with Melinda Johnson when we come back. What is a forbearance? We'll talk about that as well. You can reach me anytime. Off-air number 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990 or Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash ronsegalradio on Twitter at ronsegal. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel one Ron Siegel the numeral one on YouTube. Stay
1: tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Our house in Are you living in the home street. of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? Are you earning a safe, secure 10-plus percent return on your investments? Is your credit score over 800? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564. Complete a three-minute complimentary survey, and the area-trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564.
0: Most businesses struggle to get the online reviews they need to get a competitive edge over their competition. Rex is a brand new technology that uses text messages to direct happy clients to your online review sites, Zillow, Google, Facebook, and Yelp, and unhappy clients to a private survey so businesses can win more customers. Try Rex today by going to www.meetrex.com. Are you currently renting a home? Do you like paying someone else's mortgage payment? Why not explore the options to purchase your own home? Can you imagine a 30-year fixed rate loan below 4.25% APR? This means with $10,500 you can purchase a $295,000 home and have a principal and interest payment of about $1,400 per month. What are you paying in rent? Does your family deserve the opportunity to take advantage of the current market? To learn more about these exciting opportunities, the Segal Lend team is standing by to speak with you call now 1-800-306-1990 that's 1-800-306-1990 or visit com. that's s-i-e-g-e-l lendingteam.com or 1-800-306-1990 rate subject to change without notice licensed by nmls id 217037 and 145502 equal housing lender not endorsed or sponsored by any government agency
3: you a no obligation real estate plan. You be the judge if this is right for your family. Again, all you have to do is send the team a copy of your mortgage statement by email to reap at ronsiegelradio.com or call today, Ron Siegel 1-800-306-1990 That is 1-800-306-1990
0: Great subject change and without notice. Licensed by the California DOC and B R E N M L NMLS 217037 and 145502
3: and Cal B R E zero one E 01869452 and 1866775 You're listening to Ron Siegel
4: Nineteen ninety, the your credit matters segment today being brought to you by creditsanitizer.com. You have a credit report. It is wrong. What are you doing about it? Credit Sanitizer has these solutions. Hopefully, you caught I know we had a, about a hundred people on our calls yesterday when we did the seminar. FICO Up Yours. It was on many, many of the of our social channels. We were able to hopefully a lot of people got some benefit from it. We'll probably post that again so that you can have an opportunity to see it. But today, what we want to talk about, what is a forbearance? Deferring loan payments during coronavirus. As the financial impacts of the virus, the pandemic, begin to be felt by more Americans. A lot of people are starting to worry about how, they'll, how they will pay their bills on time. If you have to be in this situation, the best course of action is to contact your lenders as soon as possible. Preferably before missing any payments to explain your situation and seek assistance. The good news is that most lenders have programs in place to help their impacted customers. You may have heard or read about loan forbearance, deferred payment plans, suspended payments, grace periods, and similar programs. But what do these terms mean and how do they work? With loan forbearance, the lender permits the borrower to pay either a reduced payment or no payment. For a temporary short-term period, t- short term period with a deferred payment plan, the lender temporarily suspends your payments for a period of time. Neither of these are intended to be freebies. You'll likely be expected to pay the amounts owed after the forbearance or deferred payment plan ends. One key difference is with deferred payment plans, interest does not accrue for subsidized federal loans, student loans as the most common interest likely accrues with other loan types in a deferred payment plan or with forbearance each lender also determines how many how any associated fees interest accrual and grace periods are going to be handled i will tell you this i did hear a conversation with hud secretary carson the government loans fha va and usda you can get a forbearance And then they're going to basically handle that with a silent second or a silent note at the end. So you don't have to make any payments and there's no interest accrual. And when you go to either when you're at the end of your loan term or uh, when you sell or refinance, that's when you're going to have to make that payment. Forbearance, you have to make up some terms or or get some uh, uh, terms with your lender or investor when you're talking about the mortgage side, because in many instances, at the end of the forbearance period, payments are due in full, and we could be in for a large amount of people that end up getting their, going into foreclosure simply because they're not able to make those payments on a timely manner down the road. So be careful of doing that. I understand that there are some people that have a tremendous need for these services, but I'm going to also share with you that if you don't have a need, Be very, very careful. I also saw that if you're filing for PPP or the EIDL programs through this time, you've got to make some affirmations that you have a need and the government can start looking and saying, you know something, you were not being truthful and they can come back after you with penalties and with with, uh, going full force of the law. And I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not going to give you any of that information, but I'm just saying... Be careful. Don't, there are people that are in real, real need right now. And if you're not one of them, I highly urge you to avoid doing things that are going to get you in serious trouble. But let's come can continue our conversation. Melinda Johnson, Freedom First Properties, is with us this morning. We've been talking about this. AB828, another government grab by our state. And it, it just seems kind of crazy here, but Linda, we were talking about the idea that the, the the pretty much at will you could just say, okay, I want a 25% reduction in my rent. And if you've got a landlord that has, you know, it sounds like three or more properties, you just get it.
2: Well, if it's three to nine, the landlord basically has to prove it is a material hardship and it's a really high standard. Like I said, if you have non-essential assets you have to sell to keep up on whatever that mortgage is on that rental property then that's not a material economic hardship
4: that just it just baffles me on how the the government just keep you know i could be a responsible i could be i mean probably not but i could be a responsible <laughs> individual and you know have have budgeted and everything else and now by no fault of my own i could end up being in in default because of government regulations that come into play during these during these uh, hard times that everyone's going through.
2: And really, it could stem from an increase in the cost of toilet paper because that's a necessity. And if the tenant can claim that that has had an increase in their overall necessities, it doesn't have to prove an economic hardship on the tenant part. It's a loss of income or an increase in cost of necessities, not even a hardship. Only the landlord has to prove the hardship.
4: And when we see how many millions of people in California filed first time unemployment, uh-huh. you know, you can, you can make a good case that there's a hardship for every even the people that haven't filed unemployment. I mean, I'm I'm certainly not unemployed. And I know that there's been a lot of changes in the environment that, you know, we would normally be able to do things. So it is a bit of a hardship. Right. So almost everybody in the in the state can claim some sort of a hardship, even the landlords. Correct. But that doesn't matter.
2: Right. And I think it's important And one of the soapboxes I stand on probably too often is, you know, there are programs out there. You know, the cities and the counties under Governor Newsom have been allowed to, you know, kind of create their own programs in this. Only use those programs if you need them. So leave them for the people who do need them. For example, not the closing that I just recently had where the tenant figured out they could stay in place forever because that tenant doesn't even have an economic loss. But for the people who really do have them, save them. Like, this is such a time where we need integrity. And the laws being enacted or proposed by especially California are not encouraging that.
4: Well, and we shared that um, on Ron Segal Radio uh, uh, right after the governor made his first comment that everybody in California should take advantage of the three-month forbearance before the CARES Act was even out there. But that is just very, very irresponsible because who's sa- who we don't save any money anyway? So if you take a three month forbearance and you've got a twenty five hundred dollar a month mortgage payment, well, we're gonna come up with seventy five hundred dollars three months from now. Right? And if that if you don't have it, the la- the the landlords are, are gonna come back and say, or the, the the servicers, once it's legal, they're gonna come back and say, Hey, we want our money, we're we're out that money, we've already made that payment.
2: Right, and it, they have their people they hire, and they have to pay, and their business costs. And
4: and, and the, to be honest with you, the services are hurting a lot right now. now you know, in, one of our, in, the, in our prep for the show, you had made a comment that the PPP is designed to fail. Explain that a little to me.
2: Um, well, the way that they put it in place is that it's refundable if you use it for your payroll up and through June, but they're not getting the funds out. So to me, it's, it's a grant. It's a grant that was designed for small businesses, but the time it takes to lay it out doesn't give the businesses the time they need, or it doesn't give them the finances they need to actually make it. So in my opinion, it's really not set up to succeed because We finally get the money, being a small business person myself, and I did not get a PPP, so I'm speaking theoretically, but, you know, as a small business owner, you finally get the PPP, and you, one, got it too late in time, and two, you probably don't have the business to keep those people on payroll. If you're truly a small business, like in California, and you're shuttered, you've got the program. I guess it's just a different way of doing unemployment, but I really don't think it's set up to succeed unless we're just going to pay those employees if we ever get the funds, which is a whole different topic, then they're going to have nothing to do. We're just really paying them to stay in place.
4: Which is fascinating, right? So so I have to keep my employees, but I can't bring them in to do any work, especially if you're a restaurant or, or... Anything else that's considered non-essential? And I guess unless you're a big box store, you're non-essential, right? So a local store can't be – a clothing store has to close because they're non-essential, but Walmart and Target can sell clothing because they are essential. I don't understand how all that works, but that's just more of our rights being taken away. But we have shared quite a bit of information here on the – and we update it all the time with some of the new guidelines on the CARES Act. So if you haven't got that information – I just popped on the the link that we have right there for the CARES Act. Again, as many of you have heard already, I have a dear friend of mine over thirty years retired from the SBA at the end of March. So we're doing a lot of work on helping some of the small business locally try and get the information that they need so they can try and and keep their employees, keep their business, keep their life dreams. And we will all get through this together. If we stick together, if we can get the government out of the way, let them help where is needed. But Remember, every time the government comes to do something, there is always, always, always some sort of unintended consequences. So just be cognizant of that. Look for them. I'm not saying that they're, they're intentionally trying to hurt people. But remember the quote from President Reagan, the nine most uh, worrisome words in the English language. I'm here from um, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Right. That is a serious problem, came from the president. And as always, we ask you, thanks for sharing all that information with us, Melinda. If you want to meet Melinda Johnson, give me a call at 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. And as always, we ask, set that first radio preset button to come back here every day to join Ron Single Radio, where we only speak about items affecting your house and your bank account. Thanks to all of our sponsors. A big thanks to John, who's engineering us today. And of course, a special thanks to you for spending a little bit of your day with us. That's all for Ron Siegel Radio. Again, if you have any questions or to meet any of our guests, call me anytime, 800 306 1990 800 306 1990 or And remember, make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on Ron Siegel Radio. miss something tall and strong. Make it a hurricane it's
3: only half past
1: 12 but i don't care it's five o'clock somewhere it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void reporting prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
5: Lucky? In line at the deli?